So here's what I would like to do with Keanu. I would like for us to go picking. And then I would like for both of us at the same time to reach up and grab. And then we take those home. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we them together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we drink like a lot. We drink a lot. And then sated, we gaze upon one another. Mouths wet. Yeah. From what we've just finished drinking. And then he kisses me on the Uh dick. Yeah. And he does that for like long minutes. Just all over my Yeah. All over it. Uh Yeah. And then afterwards, we hold and we just sit quietly together. Then he reaches across because, you know, we've separated a little bit. Right. He reaches across and very gently he caresses my And then he says to me in his beautiful voice, that was some damn good Well, hello. Welcome to Thursday Kit. <laughs> well, hello indeed. I'm Nicole. And I'm Bim. And we've been doing the show now for a few weeks. And I feel like we've neglected something. Mm. Uh, we've neglected to tell you, dear listeners, about our origin, our thirst origin stories. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Nicole, how did you become such a thirsty individual? I've just been fascinated by desire for a very long time. When I was a little girl, I used to be in church reading Song of Solomon <laughs> from oh the Bible. God. I love just, Song of Solomon. Yeah, it is a beautiful <laughs> text. I mean, like beyond whatever your religious affiliation. I just are. knew it was the sexy part of the Bible. See, yes, so I did I. That. I went yes. to Catholic school and I remember reading it in class yeah at school and kind of going oh my god there's breasts in the bible yes i mean like he's <laughs> drinking from the goblet of her navel or something like that my beloved is to me a sachet of myrrh that lies between my breasts my beloved is to me a cluster of henna blossoms in the vineyards of engedi i've oh always paid <laughs> There are church aunties right now kind of going, Lord, somebody save Nicole. Um, My mother, when she saw that I was reading Song of Solomon, like constantly, every Sunday, she went and told my father, like, like, this is what your daughter's doing. Awake, O north wind, and come, O south. Blow upon my garden that its spices may flow out. Let my beloved come to his garden and eat its pleasant fruits. I have been looking at lust and desire for a very long time, is what I'm saying. Right. So, first of all, can I just say those are impeccable credentials. Thank you. I feel as though you just presented me with seven PhDs. I'm like, listen, any child who read Song of Solomon (laughs) as a kid, (laughs) constantly, repeatedly, that is a friend of mine. Because I also was quietly obsessed with that book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, like you, I have always been interested in culture like as, as a general thing. And I went to a, I went to an all girls boarding school, so you could say that every summer when I came home from school, I was a little bit boy crazy because I just I, I they were such an alien species to me because mm-hmm. the bulk of my time, which I would I wouldn't change for the world, was mm-hmm. spent with teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and as a result, as a as a grown up, I think I'm still kind of interested in the ways in which 
obviously, um, we think of the people that we lost after. Yeah. You know, thirst in particular is of interest to me because I'm a very thirsty individual and I have been Same. I have been doing a lot of kind of very personal research mm-hmm. uh, in this vein. I like that, personal research. Personal research. Mm-hmm. No, this is not going to get published in a book. Right. But luckily, we can broadcast it in a podcast. Here, here. <laughs> It's time for Thirst Sommelier. This is the segment where listeners call in and they leave us a voicemail about their current crushes and they want us to give them new crushes. So Mm -hmm. we kind of widen their thirst palettes, so to speak. Nice. Um, So today's voicemail is about someone that I know Bim loves, the actor Kelvin Yu. Yes. So let's take a listen. Hey, Bim and Nicole. The crush that I have is Kelvin Yu. Uh, He (laughs) is known for his work on Master of None and also uh, for uh, writing on Bob's Burgers. I think there's just something about the way that his voice sounds, the shape of his face, the way that his hair just always looks um, gelled to perfection. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But I, I think it's mainly his voice, just how... Yes. Smooth, but also kind of nerdy it is. Yes. So I'm wondering what else you could recommend to me. All right. So this listener has my heart. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, literally in the year of our Lord 2015, almost actually two years to the day, this was like 14th of November 2015, mm-hmm. I wrote for my Guardian column, um, which was called Crush of the Week, mm-hmm. I wrote about Kelvin Yu. And I said that he was basically everything I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, what, here's, what I, here's what I said. I said that he was self-aware. He seemed self-aware uh, and sweet and genuinely nice. And I just, I remember, I think I tweeted at the time, when can we have more Brian? Which is the character he plays a Master right. of None. Because uh-huh. he's so, you know, the, the listener had it exactly right. His voice is just so attractive. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's a Father John Misty show. There's going to be white people everywhere. Bring an Asian guy in case you need backup when the race war goes down. If the race war goes down and I'm at a Father John Misty show, I'm already budged. So I've been watching this show on Netflix mm-hmm. called Mindhunter. Yes. Yeah, your eyes yes. are lit up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, that's all you're saying. Yes. 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 <laughs> that's how I felt because mm-hmm. it stars a young man, an actor called Jonathan Groff, mm-hmm. who kind of has this Boy Scouty kind of intense... Right. You know, very straight-laced, right. you know, square jaw, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but Not, you could tell that there's like something else happening with him. He's got, he's got some spice to him. Some levels. He's yeah. not quite a spicy white, but he's not but a bland. Oh, no, 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 he's no. Not, no. He's not spicy white, no. but I would say spice. I mean, like, there's a little heat to, like, his yes. personality. Like, it's yes. something, something's Something's there. cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, in a way, actually, is not a bad kind of sommelier suggestion mm-hmm. for someone who likes covering you because he also has a really great voice. It's yeah. kind of, um, like the listener said, kind of nerdy, mm-hmm. but also kind of just quite hot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I appreciate when somebody's voice has like like levels, layers, yeah. you know? Yeah. Now we must focus on one thing. D. Escalation. San Antonio's chief of police arrives and starts using a bullhorn, which more than effectively intimidates our hostage taker. Coming to anyone with an attitude of I'm right, you're wrong, assumes that they're of rational mind. 
We must establish communication. Non-threatening communication. Attraction is not just the physical. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, it's not just what you see. Mm -hmm. It's also kind of like, it lives in so many different spaces. Like, you know, the idea of um, someone's voice being orally pleasing, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I think there's something in that. Now, Kelvin's face shape. Let's see. I have a suggestion. Oh, okay, that, go on. That, that might work for this uh, listener. And that is Daniel Henney. Daniel yes. Henney. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So he's, uh, people probably yes. know him from Criminal Minds, and he was Agent Zero in um, Wolverine, the Origins uh, movie. Well, the X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh my God. Yes. What a good choice, Nicole. Yeah. So Daniel Henney is fine as <laughs> hell. Oh my gosh. He's tall. Um, I don't know how tall he is, but he seems pretty tall. And, pretty tall. Um, yeah, so he is, um, his he... mother is Korean, uh... Amer is, is Korean American, and his father is um, Irish white. American. Yeah, white Irish American. Yes. So there's that face shape. He is, he's six foot two, by the way. I just okay, checked. Okay, yeah, six foot two. Yeah, okay. six foot two is a good height. Um, all heights are good, mm -hmm. obviously. But he, he has, you're right, he has great eyebrows mm -hmm. also as well, in addition, mm -hmm. which I am always here for. He does amazing things with his hair, too. Ugh. Like he, oof. Yeah, yeah. He, has, he also has a very good chest mm -hmm. situation. So congrats, congrats on your face, Daniel Henney. And he's got a good voice. A great voice. He's got a really good oh voice. Oh my gosh, you know what? Mm. I, I don't mean to like toot our own horn, but that was some top sommelier action. yeah that was right off the dome too like right? we had no prep i love that that's because the uh, thing is with thirst if you stay ready you never, never have, have to, to get, get ready. ready come on with it what <laughs> uh, uh, uh. okay so i hope that we were able to help that listener uh who very thoughtfully left us a voicemail uh because that's the best way that we can help you widen your thirst palate uh, as nicole so eloquently put it so we need you to leave us a message it's very very simple if you require the services of the thirst sommeliers aka nicole perkins and me bim adewunmi that's us <laughs> you just call and leave a message and the number to call is 765-884-4778 that's basically 765-8-thirst <laughs> that's so stinking cute i know <laughs> So, Nicole. Yes, Ben. The first object of today is someone that we really, really love. I'm so excited. I feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. I feel safe. I feel warm. I feel like he listens to me. Uh-huh. But I also just, I just want to grab his hair. Yeah? Yeah. Is that what you want to do? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to just hold him real close. So, it's Keanu Reeves. Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> I love him so much. I, I I feel like I love him even more. No. <laughs> we might have to fight about that. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. That's just what the patriarchy wants. We won't fight. Right. No, we won't we'll fight. We'll love together. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. We'll get like a farm and, you know, just have a little house yeah. that he can visit us in. Mm. Stuff, a pasture know? where he can roam. Exactly. Right. You know, you can get some exercise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's talk about Keanu Reeves. My first Keanu mm -hmm. is from Parenthood. Okay. The movie mm -hmm. I think was directed by Ron Howard. Yeah. Parenthood is about um, 
this family called the Buckmans mm-hmm. uh, kind of, uh, you know, they're dysfunctional in the way that families are. So this particular right. family is going through a lot of things, you know, there's divorce and there's therapy and mm-hmm. there's like sensitive children and prodigal sons, etc., etc. And the scene where I remember falling in love with Keanu properly for the first time was the scene where he's talking to his girlfriend's mother about his own experience with kind of wayward families or wayward mm-hmm. fathers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really, it's just this emotional scene that he kind of plays almost slightly for laughs, but also at its core is like, you know, real family drama. Right. You know, Miss Buckman, you need a license to buy a dog or drive a car. Hell, you need a license to catch a fish. But don't let any butt-reaming asshole be a father. Oh, baby know. Keanu. Baby Keanu. And the use of the word butt-reaming. Yeah. Isn't that just so 90s? I must have been about, I don't know, Pre-teen mm-hmm. or just teen. Mm-hmm. And I remember a distinct feeling of happiness in my chest mm-hmm. when I saw him because he's beautiful. Beautiful. He's so beautiful. Especially when movie. he was young. Oh. I mean, we're all beautiful when we're young. But of like course. he was just like glowing. How about you? Where did you see Keanu and kind of go, oh, who's that guy? I remember him from my own private Idaho. And this wasn't a movie that I saw in the theaters because my working class southern black parents were not taking me to see (laughs) you know two young gay white hustlers on screen but i guess just like it was playing on cable or something and i remember just going very still and watching the whole movie even though i didn't understand it but it was just his friendship with river phoenix and he was very sensitive and again the beauty and that dark floppy fantastic hair was just so compelling to me like it just really had me just mesmerized Mm. it's an extension of his acting really Mm. so he's you know he can make it tremble with rage he can make it just kind of flop like oh i'm really into you i know you like my hair look at me pull my fingers through it (laughs) like he's just amazing (laughs) so so you've mentioned sexy keanu right but what is more common is is the romantic Mm -hmm. kind of chaste very safe very um you know he there's not a lot of heat with Keanu, right? This is like the the mild versus spicy. Yeah. I mean, when I say there's not a lot of heat to Keanu, I personally think there is. But in the movies, Uh uh he is not allowed to be overtly sexy. Right. Very often. I mean, there are Uh some moments that we will get to. But right, you know, for speed, um, even in Point Break, you know, he's not allowed to just kind of have these really steamy, raunchy yeah. moments. Yeah. You know, when he's kissing someone, it's very sweet, whatever. Yes, yes, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's not a he's not a pursuer. He's not like this kind of I feel like the the spice is just beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. And the, what he gives us is kind of like universal kind of mass appeal without kind of turning it up too much. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. That's that for me has been the bulk of Keanu's career, which I'm quite sad about, actually, because he's very sexy when he plays sexy. Right. So in the show, Bones, great show, recently went off the air. (laughs) It's good comfort food. I love Bones, but it's not a great show. Carry on. Yes. All right. So stick with me. I'm going to I have a point here. Okay. So Bones, Temperance Brennan asks Booth, do you think I'm cold? You know, am I too cold or whatever, whatever? And he tells her, you're like Iceland. You are as Iceland. Cool to the touch, but underneath, you're all volcano. Cold, <laughs> but there's a volcano beneath you. Oh. And that's how I see Keanu Reeves. Oh. That he can seem kind of cold and distant, and people are just like, he's expressionless. But there is a volcano bubbling 
underneath the surface that God his 30 year career still hasn't really been able to fully erupt and 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 show there, us there are seven million metaphors wrapped up in that but first of all can i just say that i am going to absolutely include there is a volcano beneath in my wedding vows if i ever Please get married do. and listen my would-be groom yes. whoever he is yes. just acknowledge this let me let me just put this on the public record <laughs> when i talk about volcanoes in our wedding in my in my wedding vows <laughs> just suck it up okay just just go with it don't ask please questions please invite me to the wedding oh nicole you'll be in the front seat Thank don't worry you. about that you'll clap when i get to the volcano bit <laughs> i love it okay so <laughs> we are going to explore something that is a, a bit of a key text in the Keanu syllabus. And it is from the Nancy Myers film, Something's Gotta Give. Oh my God. Right? Oh my God. So for me, he plays a doctor called Julian in mm. this, in this, which mm-hmm. is such a great character right. name for Keanu. Right. Julian. 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 Right. And he has, you know, longish hair in this as well. Mm-hmm. But the important thing for me in this is that Keanu plays something quite rare mm. in that in this movie, he plays sexy. Oh, he's so sexy in He this plays movie. like hot. And I don't mean like... A little bit hot. I mean, mm. like proper. Yes. Oh my like, god, who is that guy? Almost predatory hot. Right, but not never, no, never, never. Predatory. No, never. Because he doesn't do that. He's very respectful. He's so respectful. But just let you know, just enough. Right. That I would take you down right here <laughs> if you need me to. Just like, say the word. Like a lion would a gazelle. Yes. And I'm into it. Yes. I love it. Yes. So this is something's got to give us for me peak. Sexy Keanu. Yeah. Which is very different from romantic. How old are you? Yeah, right. Okay. I'm 36. So I am like almost 20 years older than you. That's an enormous amount of years to be older than somebody, don't you think? Don't think it matters at all. Uh Uh-huh, you don't. I don't. Okay, but... (laughs) But in terms of us, I mean, you just... You just want us to be friends, right? Honestly? No. So... What do you want to be? I think I'd embarrass you if I told you. <laughs> you giggle every time. Every time. Because <laughs> he's so hot. He is so hot. And let's talk about the moment in that scene yes. with Diane Keaton. Yes. Where he just kind of gives her a look. Yes. So a lot of people think that Keanu is one note, that he's very expressionless, that he is not a good actor. But he really is quite capable. And he does these small physical things mm. that just really put you know that moment over the edge uh-huh so tell me about the moment that puts it over the edge in this scene so they're at the restaurant eating dinner and he, diane keaton is talking whatever she's talking about and he's looking at her the eye contact is amazing like uh-huh. just straight up undressing her and then he gives her a little glance like he's checking her out from head to toe and it's just he doesn't move his face it's just a real quick drop of the lids and then he comes back and it's like you can see that he has read everything he needed to read <laughs> and he knows that okay this is how I'm going to apply my move for the rest of the day and it's not creepy it's not creepy at all isn't that amazing it's fantastic that is the power of Keanu that he can essentially do a headlight look yes top to bottom yes in like a nanosecond yes and you do not feel violated right you do not feel as though you have been molested right you just kind of got Oh, I'm a I'm a woman. He's a man. Right. Okay, we're doing this. Right. Right. It's just it's potent. Very potent. I watched that scene and I giggled again. I rarely yes. giggle. I let out like a full girlish titter.
Okay, so we have talked about sexy, chaste, and chaste Keanu. Just called um, Keanu, yeah. Yeah, but let's talk a little bit about action Keanu, because I think that's what a lot of people know him best for. Right. Like, that's his introduction into the movies, right? Right, yeah, like speed and point break mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. I really, I mean, speed and point break mm-hmm. were... They <laughs> they formative for you. They were very important in my life. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But like with Speed, where he's on the bus, you know, the bus is, is rigged to explode if it goes under so many miles per hour. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in Speed, he's trapped in the bus. No, with... he's not on the bus. Is he in Speed? Because yes, at, he eventually gets on the bus. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. he's he's eventually on the bus with Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock, and a lot of times he's just kind of like leaning over her, right? Like yeah. you know, he's just yeah, talking. He so all you really can see of him <laughs> is like his arms. Maybe you know, it's you not can't... a bad view though. Yeah, it's not a bad view. He's got short hair. Yes. Which is not my favorite, but I'll take it same, anyway. I'll same. take Keanu any way I can get him. As but, well, most of us. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, there was a certain kind of slim action hero thing that he had going on. I actually think he was kind of bulky in speed. Not not like mm. not like bulky bulky, but like I feel like he got leaner as he got older. Hmm. in some ways but i love i love how he looks solid is all i remember from speed yes. he looks like a like a barn door right like a running barn door you know <laughs> just effective yeah but point break Oof. point break he was so cut <sighs> he was i mean you know because he was doing all these little adrenaline <sighs> games and stuff with patrick swayze i'm, I'm so happy may he right rest now. in pain he rest well we have to do an inter- uh, uh, episode about patrick swayze i feel point. strongly that we will yes um but yeah so point break um keanu is playing this undercover cop to infiltrate um patrick swayze's gang of adrenaline junkies who would rob people doing all kinds of crazy stunts and stuff Keanu has like this surfer's build, right? Yeah, he yeah, yeah and he's you know in the water and wet <laughs> yes. a lot. His hair is oh, there's like this ah. one moment. I can't remember exactly where it is, but it's like if you go if you look up images for Keanu Point Break, you'll see him wet, like looking back at the camera with his shirt off and shit. <laughs> oh, yes, I love <laughs> I love Point Break, and also I mean just seeing um, him move. I think that was one of the first times you get to yes. really see yes. him move and be um, without clothes I should say (laughs) (laughs) it makes a difference it does because fabric adds drag you see exactly when you take off the fabric Mm -hmm. it makes for a sleeker run ultimately yeah Yeah. no I get it scientifically speaking you're very right yeah Yeah. so we've talked about Speed and Point Break which are probably his most active roles before the Matrix trilogy Mm. and there's another moment an important moment in Matrix 2 Reloaded that's very physical for me um when they're when Neo and Trinity are doing it, <laughs> well, I, I, you know, because the scene is problematic, right? Because it's right. all the people of color dancing and being very primal, while the white people are off being soft and gentle with uh-huh, each other uh-huh. and shit, right? So Neo and Trinity are in their little nook, mm. and you know he's on top, and they're kissing and you know making love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Harlequin romance, <laughs> and his muscles. His biceps are so mm. pronounced, yes. and so, and it's not like overly pronounced. It's not you know overly done, but mm. it's just clearly like I've been working out. Look at it. Look, boom, 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 <laughs> and you see, and he's just. I mean, 
you don't get to see him kissing passionately that often. You do not. Even when he's in romance movies or whatever. He, I mean, you know, he shares a kiss, but it's not very... It's very chaste. Yeah, it's yeah. very sweet. It's not hot. Right. But this was very sexy. Because, I mean, like, when you're having sex and somebody's kissing you, it's, it's you know, it's, it should be passion-filled. And that's what's going on here. And I just love his body in that moment. Mm, mm. I'll never forget it. I mean, why should you? I would urge you not to. No, but talking <laughs> talking about his body though, I think that's a real part of the idea of Keanu as sexy Keanu versus romantic Keanu mm. or like goofy Keanu. Mm-hmm. And I think his body is so lean. Mm. Like that is the word I think of every time I think about mm-hmm. Keanu. He's so lean. Like even with his, his, his advanced age, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. he's just this, he's this, tower that is not overbearing is not overpowering because he's a tall man right i think he's over six feet tall. i think he's six one but you never yes feel. he's six one uh-huh. because i looked it up because when we went to see john wick two yes we saw it together john wick chapter two we saw it together we giggled all the way through. all the way through hitting each other <laughs> just like oh my god did you see this <laughs> there is a moment where he's in the car uh-huh. and the doors are ripped off right, right. so he's his body is exposed and his legs are so long, like his knees are up in his chest. And I was like, what? I literally pulled out my phone and Googled <laughs> how tall is Keanu Reeves. Because I I mean, I recognized that he was tall, but it never like dawned on me until that moment how long and lean he was. Mm-hmm. And that's when I found out that he's 6'1". Mm, mm. Just legs for days. For I love days. It. For weeks. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes. I also like that he is pigeon-toed. Is he? I think he's pigeon-toed. He is, actually. Yeah, yeah. because he runs kind of funny. Or... I love the way he runs. Yes. So it's... after we saw John Wick 2, I was tweeting about this, and mm-hmm. I said, Keanu Reeves runs like he just discovered that his legs work. <laughs> and genuinely, it's kind of like, uh, legs. Yes. And then he kind of runs. He's fairly, he's fairly haphazard about it. Yeah. His arms are everywhere. His yeah. legs are everywhere. Yeah. Same thing when he's running in the Matrix. Yeah. It's like, dude, you have four limbs. Mm-hmm. Use the, try, just, just try coordinate. Pop, coordinate. He's like a baby foal, oh, a hot baby hot baby foal. He's just a little foal. Yeah, just yeah. I, I love can him. See that. Yeah, I think one of the things I love about Keanu, which again, not a lot of people have written about, his hands. Absolutely, his hands Absolutely. are beautiful. Beautiful hands. They're so big. Big and like the. Lean fingers, yeah, without being too skinny. Uh-huh. You know, they don't look skeletal. Like he just, look, <laughs> his hands just look very capable, right? And as a woman with, you know, I'm Southern. I got a little something happening in the back. <laughs> I need to know that somebody can handle that. <laughs> and I feel like Keanu with those hands. Yeah, he could. He he could handle. He'd be up to the task. Yeah, I think so. You know, they seem like they know things. Mm. Like they just seem, like you said, capable. They can yeah. do things. I feel like he could build, he could build shelves. Yeah. I don't mean put them up. No. I mean he could actually make them. Right. He could build them. He could right. sand he could sand some shelves. And that sounds like a euphemism, and perhaps it is. But he could sand some shelves. I let him sand some shelves. <laughs> did you just wiggle in your chair? Yes, I did. Okay, all right. Um, uh, let's talk about one more thing that I think is actually kind of important okay. uh, when we're talking about Keanu Reeves. And that is the fact that he is part Asian. He has said that his grandmother was Chinese and Hawaiian. And when I think about Hollywood and who gets to ascend to like the dizzying heights of Hollywood royalty, they tend not to be part anything. You know, they're usually kind of white people, essentially. And even though Keanu is only part Asian, you know, he's not 
you know, he's he he is for me a shining example that even when you widen the door just a little bit, it matters. I think yeah. about, you know, my friend Danielle, who is half Chinese and growing up for her, Keanu was like this very singular kind of experience. And she really fancied him when she was younger. And he's one of her favorite movie stars still. And part of the reason why she fancied him so much and why she liked him so much was that she looked at the screen and she saw someone like her. Right. And I just kept thinking the power of that is the kind of thing that propels us forward. I think about how it's not because there aren't other handsome Asian American actors out in the world in Hollywood. It's that they're so few that are put in front of me. Right. You know? So it's really a case of when we when we think about who we fancy and why we fancy them, this idea that it's some kind of, you know, divine law that is passed down, you know, the Sermon on the Mount or whatever, you know. Right, yeah. You know, tablets coming from heaven that's not true the fact of the matter is you fancy who is put in front of you so it's proximity is access exactly we're just you just we imprint on people very early right and And if that's all that we see then that's who ends up shaping who we end up with as adults exactly and the messages that are being told to us is that you know you're not supposed to fancy you know right and for me i think that could kind of we could kind of expand that. Like, I would have loved, I'm not, you know, his career is still going, but it would be great to see more women of color as his love interests. Right. You know, because there are a lot of women of color, black women particularly, that I know of who, as you would say, fancy him. And it would be great to see him, you know, locked in an embrace with a woman of color. <laughs> locked in an embrace. Yes. You read romance novels yes. growing up. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Making love. I, that's, it would be great to see that, you know. And so Keanu has recently done a couple of martial arts movies in the last several years. And mm-hmm. he, in 47 Ronin, he had an Asian love interest. And so that was fine. But the movie was terrible. And so <laughs> it would be great to see him in better movies yeah. with love interests that were women of color or at least you know more people of color even right. just just put that out there yeah. so that we can see ourselves kind of you know i i want to imagine myself yeah. locked in an embrace <laughs> oh my god with keanu and that was grandma nicole locked yes. in an embrace <laughs> It's time for what is actually, I mean, I've been, I knew it was a good segment. Mm-hmm, I knew it was mm-hmm, a great idea. Mm-hmm. But having the readers tell us how much they love this segment. Uh, it's just really been affirming. Yeah. And it just feels so good to hear our listeners and see, like, getting their emails, their yeah. tweets, voicemails. I right. mean, every people, way that people can communicate with us to tell us this, right. they, that they love the, the drabbles, the fanfic wars they'll do it. So we appreciate that. I so appreciate it. And I I mean, one of the best messages we got last week was somebody saying, ooh, I think I'm going to go back to reading and writing fanfic. Yeah. Which is just kind of, are we out here inspiring people? I mean, that's what it's all about, really. Oh my God. I feel like MLK. I'm just, (laughs) I'm really doing, we're doing such important work, guys. I just want to, I want to take a moment. Um, Now, all jokes aside, I truly, truly, truly appreciate every Mm -hmm. single one of those emails, tweets, whatever, voicemails, people telling us how much they love the fanfic wars. So, without further ado, I just have to say that this week, mm-hmm. I felt that I poured a lot of my heart and soul into this mm-hmm. fic, mm-hmm. Uh, into this little drabble, because I care about Keanu in a way that is foundational to my idea of thirst and lust. Right. You know, we've talked about John Cho as our patron saint mm. of the show, and I think Keanu is just 
I don't know what he could be. What's higher than a patron saint? I'm not Catholic, so I don't really. I don't, <laughs> like he's just the Trinity. Like he yeah. is, he is <laughs> what the Holy Trinity of. He's uh, all three yes, parts of the Trinity. Yes. Oh, okay. He's just all of it, right then and there, just right oh, there. Oh God, no. Keanu is very important. So I do think that this week's fanfic, I think it's going to kind of appeal to every part of anyone who's ever fancied Keanu. Mm. And if you never fancied Keanu, I feel strongly that you will after this fanfic wars right i'm gonna go first this week mm-hmm. i mean you could take that as a sign that you should vote for me but you know what oh, you could also Here vote for go. nicole no 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 I'm, I'm, let me finish okay yeah you could also vote for nicole as the next thing i was about to say it's uh-huh. a 50 50 ch- jesus yes. Uh, yes yes both it doesn't matter who you vote for except, but you should vote for me wow and <laughs> we're all winners that's i think that's the bottom line i have to be just kind of like bottom line accountant here mm-hmm. As long as we're not in the red at the end of every episode, right. if we're firmly in the black yeah. and we're all kind of, like, you know, enjoying Mr. Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then everyone's a winner, baby. So this is a piece called Three Weeks. Oh. I'm so sorry, he said again. Will you forgive me? She could hear him breathing and it soothed her. It always did. You're OK, she replied. I promise. At his silence, she spoke up again. It's fine. I'll see you in a few weeks anyway, right? Right, he replied. Three weeks. He paused, and she heard him take another breath, this one a little sharp. I already know what I'm getting you, but is there anything in particular you want? She took her time answering. She knew she could ask for something extravagant or rare. Just you, she said eventually. Her voice warmed now. And, well, remember my last birthday? Another puff of air from him. Yeah, he replied quietly. She swore she could feel him blush over the phone. Her boyfriend, the movie star who still blushed. She laughed because she couldn't help it. Well, I want that, she said. That can be arranged, he said in a low voice. Three weeks. She held the phone to her smiling lips long after he'd hung up. The end. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, the windows are fogged up. What? Bim? Listen, it's been a long week. What? Okay, I poured all my feelings into this fic. Okay. Let me, let me drink some of my drink. I'm going to drink some of my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Thirsty. <laughs> okay, okay, damn. Okay, Nicole. No, okay, so listen. I don't want to create an atmosphere of stress, so I'm going to take another sip of your drink. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that. And then lean into it. Just read, read what you've written for Keanu this week. Okay. Well, three seems to be a theme. Okay. okay. So we're just gonna call this third date. On our third date. Keanu asks me why I didn't want to try the new sushi restaurant he'd heard about. My sigh of resignation ruffles the shock of inky black hair covering his eyes. He laughs at my expression and settles in for a good story, those chocolate diamond eyes crinkling as he prepares to memorize the smallest detail of my anti-sushi stance. He's good at that, I've noticed, absorbing everything. I worry that when I share my many food quirks, I'll come across as too high maintenance or lacking adventure. He reaches across the table to rub a thumb along the back of my hand. 
it's a little rough, calloused from his motorcycle and training adventures over the years. I like it. Keanu glances at our hands and turns mine over. He traces the lines of my palms, circling the moles that dot across what I hope will be a long future with him. He tells me, I like your food quirks. That just means you have discerning tastes. You're selective. He folds my hand to his lips, eyes never leaving mine. I'm glad you've chosen me. What? <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, but I'm laughing with my tongue fully out. Yes, the Cardi B laugh. The Cardi B laugh <laughs> of filth. <laughs> oh. So listen, that detail of Keanu's thumb uh, running yeah, along the back of your... Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay, <laughs> we're done. Okay. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done, my sister. <laughs> I love these fanfics uh, so, so much. I do and too. I do too. Like, it gives me legitimate joy when I'm sitting here writing them off, just kind of like, wow, I feel like I'm 16 again. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's it's great. Um, so you've heard both our stories. Uh, and now you know what to do. That's right. You go to First Aid Kit on Twitter to vote for your fave. That could be Nicole's. That mm-hmm, could be mine. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could be mine more than it could be Nicole's. It'll but again, it'll be mine. It'll be mine. <laughs> I mean, listen, the key is to vote with your heart. Um, and if your heart just so happens to be spelling out three little letters, B-I-M, then so be it. Oh, um, but also, <laughs> more importantly, you need to send us your own stories. We've gotten so many fan drabbles. And honestly, we are blown away by the amount of mm-hmm. clear talent mm-hmm. that is just coursing through the veins of our listeners, mm-hmm. uh, such as this one that we received from a listener called Nikita about a certain Mr. John Cho. Who, by the way, has been the top uh, person that people have sent their travels in about. Yeah, John Cho and Andre 3000. People love them some John Cho. Yeah. I mean, we do too, so we understand. Right. Nicole is going to read. Yes. I'm going to read Nikita's drabble about John Cho. Mm. I've just finished cooking dinner when I hear the familiar sound of John dropping his keys on the hallway table. He had to go into work unexpectedly, so I decided to make his favorite Indian food, lamb, biryani, and spicy greens as a treat. I smile as I feel him wrap his long arms tightly around my waist and breathe a soft sigh into my neck. A wave of heat courses through me, and I can't tell if it's from the stove in front of me or the feeling of being in his embrace. (laughs) Long day, I say, as I turn around to face him. Exhausting, he says, one big hand moving up to lightly hold my neck, his thumb lazily stroking my chin, but better now that I'm home. I rest my hands on his broad chest, feeling the heat of his body through his soft, well-worn T-shirt and look up at him. Are you hungry? I made dinner. He laughs, a low baritone that I can feel in my chest, and that sets my pulse racing. He smiles and reaches behind me to turn off the burner. He slowly drops to his knees, his hands already pulling my hips toward him. Oh, I could eat. (laughs) Nikita! Listen! Okay! I'm sweating, fam. What? You know I love anything where a man drops to his knees, so thank you, Nikita. We appreciate that. Nikita, man, listen. Oh, my God. Oh, God. My eyes are watering. I feel, I, yeah, I'm not at ease. Whew. <laughs> oh, my 
my god. Okay, so I'm um, going to calm myself way the fuck down yes. and I'm going to just reiterate that please send us your travels for the love of god. Send us your travels at firstaidkit@buzzfeed.com and maybe we could be reading your travel out on the air and sweating profusely live in the studio. First Aid Kit is produced by Eleanor Kagan, Julia Furlan, and Agarinesha Chagre, with additional editing by Meg Kramer. And sexy glances from Keanu Reeves. God bless him. God bless him. Keanu, if you're listening, if your people are listening, come through. Come all the way through. We love you. <laughs> Our music is by Tanya Morgan. And you can find us on Twitter at TN Whiskey Woman. That's TN Whiskey with an E, Woman, and Bimadu, B I M A D E W. So thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you for also doing a very important thing, which is basically going to Apple Podcasts and rating and reviewing the show. If you liked what you heard, then please, please leave a rating, leave a review, and it will help other people discover Thirst Aid Kit and the wonder that lies within. (laughs) Uh, We'd also love to hear what you thought of this episode in particular. So please email us again at thirstaidkit at buzzfeed.com. And to be honest, we love all the reviews that you've left for us and we appreciate each and every one. Stay tuned and stay thirsty. And there's another moment, an important moment in Matrix 2 Reloaded. That's really physical for me. And I I like it a lot. (laughs) I I know you do. (laughs) I love how you use a euphemistic, (laughs) I like it a lot. I'm trying to be delicate. Um, But it's where Neo and Trinity are doing it in the midst of this like... (laughs) Can I just say that you have such sophisticated (laughs) language that you go, so they're doing it, yeah? And it's like, I, I literally use that phrase in my real life and when I'm texting people I capitalize the D and I capitalize the I so there are, there's no doubt that I am talking about making, doing it yeah, yeah doing it making the beast with two bets okay? oh my god that's, that's I hate what I'm that expression about. so much I love it it's my favorite <laughs>